Welcome everyone to God Talk Uncensored, where no topic is off limits. We use the Bible as a source of truth, and everything we share is from our personal experiences and the Bible. All right, let's do this. Hello, all my fellow listeners. Welcome back to God Talk Uncensored. I am glad that you've tuned in to this episode. So, at the time of this recording, it is January 1st of 2023. And I have uh, an admonishment for uh, the beginning of the year. This could very well be heard at different times, so it doesn't completely matter when you hear this because what I want to say to you guys is going to be uh, um, significant no matter when you've heard it. If you are uh, a believer in Jesus, I, I want to say something. I was talking to a friend today, and I was—I uh, I coined this phrase. I'm sure it didn't come from me, but uh, you know, if I could take credit for it, I would, even though I can't. But there's a difference between a believer and a follower. Okay, a believer is somebody who understands the gospel, understands Christ, understands uh, the principles of Christianity, uh, the fact that we need God and and we're separated and and we we need to to find relationship and that Jesus was the way for us to get there. The Bible says that many will come to me on that day and say, Lord, Lord, like, didn't we call cast out demons? Didn't we perform signs and wonders? And Jesus is going to be like, uh, depart from me for I never knew you. Now, I'm not saying this for anybody to be fearful in any way, because, uh, look, we're all undeserving if you want to really, you know, get to the brass tacks of it all. But the point of it is to say this, we can uh, believe, but not follow. And uh, there's history of that throughout the entirety of Scripture. People understood what was true and understood what was right. The entire history of the Israelites, by the way, um, they, they had a national identity knowing who they were called to be, but they strayed and they didn't follow, right? So we could be uh, believers in Jesus and not follow Jesus. So my, my ploy to you, my, my call to you, my uh, admonishment is that you turn it around, right? There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible teaches us in Romans. So operating from a Christian worldview, and this is where I want to uh, land today for today's uh, God talk. Well, what's a Christian worldview, right? Uh, we, we tend to live in a culture that wants to adopt um, ideas that that are comfortable, right? We love the fact that God loves us and he died for us and he cares for us and he's tender and compassionate. So we're all about that. We want all that God has to offer in regards to that. I sure do. I'm sure you probably do. But when it gets to the stuff that we struggle with or, or sins that we want to partake in that the Bible calls sin, we're like, ah, well, I don't believe that though. Like I'm going to believe all the other stuff that the Bible says that I can adopt or that I'm willing to participate in or believe, but I'm not going to actually, uh, adhere to that. And this is the difference between a believer and a follower. Somebody who's following is going to go the way of Jesus is going to follow the direction of Jesus. 
And the way that we do that is we do that through a worldview, a perspective based on biblical uh, values and principles and based on what the word of God says. That's, that's where we get our, our um, faith from, the Bible. So what is a Christian worldview? All right. So in no particular order, I'm going to just put some of this stuff out there. If you are a Christian, this is going to seem very basic to you, but I'm going to challenge you in a few things because what I've seen with a lot of fellow believers is that um, they allow for the God of this fallen world, which the Bible calls Satan, um, the prince of the power of the air, right? The one that's really in control of the godless and the wicked uh, to have these influences into their individual lives. And somehow they're able to uh, adopt these other ways of thinking or, or these blatant sins. And they're like, yeah, but it's okay because everybody else is doing it. Anyway. Okay. So Christian worldview, here we go. Christian worldview says that we have all sinned, every single one of us, without exception. We are born into a fallen world. We are born into sin, which means by default, we will do the wrong thing when we are selfishly uh, looking after our own way, our own sphere, okay? We've all sinned. And what that means is that we are all separated from a perfect and holy God as a result of this sin. See, we were created in his image and his image is perfect. But we decided on our own that we were going to do things and figure things out without him and do things our own way. And so by doing that, we were separated from this holy God whose desire has been for thousands and thousands of years prior to Christ to redeem us, right? To ransom us, to, to bring us back. Okay, here's the other one. Jesus alone, Jesus Christ only alone can save us. He is the mediator for between God and man, period. People have said this before, and you may be in this camp, and so I'm not judging you. I even have family that feel this well, this way. Well, I mean, Jesus is one of the ways. He certainly was a good teacher. He certainly was, um, you know, somebody to replicate our life after, but there's many ways to God. There's many religious ways, but they all lead to the same God. And, and that's not in the Bible, like flat out. That is inconsistent with all biblical narrative, not a thing. Okay. And let me just challenge you on this. If in fact, and most people will say, yes, Jesus died for our sins. He died on our behalf. See, we were separated from God because of sin. He wanted to be in relationship with us, so he sent his only son to die on our behalf, to take on our sin that was keeping us from him, so that we could be reconciled, so that we could be saved, so that we could be born again. So here's the question. If there's a bunch of different ways to God, if there's a whole variety of avenues in order to get to uh, uh, heaven or to 
to God the Father, then it would have been cruel and just disgusting for God to require his son to die on our behalf if there was a different way. Jesus even said when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was to be crucified, Father, if there's any other way, if there's any other possible way that this whole thing could be done, take this cup from me. Take this away from me. But yet not my will, your will be done. So we know he died on our behalf so that we could be reconciled to God. So that's it. We don't adopt a bunch of other religious ideology and pack it into Christianity. It's not a thing. You can't do it. There's no reference for it, biblically speaking. So it's either all about Jesus or you're thinking about a different gospel. This isn't, that isn't Christianity. Christianity and astrology, eh. Christianity and Buddhism, eh. Christianity and Hinduism, eh. All of it. You can't mix it. There's nothing in the Bible that says, you know what? You can have this and this, and somehow it's the same thing. As a matter of fact, it says the absolute opposite thing. Okay, here's the other thing the Bible says. This is a Christian worldview. There is a Satan, and there are demons, and they are real. And they do not want to see you saved. They do not want to see you free. They do not want you to give your life over and be a follower of Jesus Christ. You can kind of believe, but not follow. So again, the prince of the power of the air, right? Uh, the, the god of this fallen world, Satan. So here's another one, okay? Because I say it all the time. The Bible is the word of God, is the sole authority and the word of God. Remember that, that if you believe the parts of the Bible that you like, but you don't believe the other parts because you're like, well, that's probably not real or true. That was just some, some patriarchal, uh, misogynistic idea. Uh, well, the same author wrote the other stuff too. So like you either throw it all out or you need to adopt everything that the Bible is teaching. Okay. Here's the other one. Christian worldview. Jesus is coming back. Okay. Jesus is coming back. He says, I, I'm going to go away and prepare a place for you so that where I am, you may be also. So we know that the, the, the narrative of this is Jesus came. He he lived a perfect life. He died on our behalf for what we deserved. And he went and ascended to the Father. He said, I will be back to get you guys. So we call that the second coming. Um, another show for another time. But this is a, a biblical worldview. He is coming back for his church. And he is coming to judge the world. So, I know. <laughs> if you're not a believer and you're hearing this, you're like, wow, I never really realized it was so exclusive. Well, it is. It is very exclusive. This, is, this, this faith that we have doesn't really, doesn't uh, encompass or adopt all this other stuff, right? But Satan would love you to think it does. 
so that he can keep you off of the the direction and the focus and the and the linear uh, idea of being sold out to Jesus. Jesus said flat out. He said, like if you build your house on anything else other than this foundation, it'll be like wood, hay, and and stubble. When the storms come, it's going to be blown up because you've just created for yourself a religion that you believe is is something that God is is good with or cool with and that just isn't in the Bible. Okay. All right, I'm saying all this stuff and it, I listen to these too by the way because I'm like, man, what did that how did that really sound, you know? Like I I um but I have to preach the word. I have to speak the word. I have to speak the truth of the word. Like if I don't, then I'm then I'm like like the uh, the people at the end who were like, but didn't we do all this cool stuff in your name, God? And he's like, dude, you were okay with all this other stuff. You participated in all this other foolery and you led people astray because you didn't bring the truth of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So my job is to bring the entirety of the Bible, the gospel of Jesus Christ, not to get you to adopt a whole bunch of other stuff and make you feel warm and fluffy. This is to just... Let you have it, right? Let you have the, the, the God-honest truth of the gospel. Okay, here we go. Salt water and fresh water uh, cannot flow from the same stream. So we're not going to be able to um, somehow have the clean, purified, fresh water in our lives if we are allowing for all of the things of the world to taint the uh, the holiness and the absoluteness of the truth of the word of God. Okay. The thing is that Satan would love for you to be deceived. He wants you to, to uh, create a religion of your own making. Key tenant in the satanic Bible is do as thou wilt. Do what you want. Believe what you want. Operate the way that you want. Have the, you know, have free reign. And just however you feel, you've that's fine. And um, you're good. We know that Jesus combated Satan in the when he was uh, tempted for 40 days in the wilderness by the word of God, right? So Jesus, if you believe in Jesus, right, he used the word of God when Satan confronted him. He used the word of God to refute the, the attacks that Satan brought against him. And Satan always came to challenge his identity in his relationship with God his identity. He challenges your identity and who you are in Christ. He is the accuser of the brethren. His job is to come against you, to accuse you, and to tell you that you aren't who God says you are. That's who Satan is. That's what he he is all about. He wants to get you off of the, the idea that God cares for you, he loves you, and he has a plan for your life. He wants you to be stuck. He wants to deceive you, and he wants to twist the word of God like he did with, with Jesus. G- he, Jesus came, came to Satan 
and used a, a scripture, a psalm. And, um, and Satan was like, well, like, didn't God really say that if you do this, he would save you? Even David said he would protect your feet from hitting any stones, right? That he would, he would carry you up. And, and Jesus instantly knew, like, you don't put the Lord your God to test. The point of it is this. We filter the entirety of our Christian existence through the Bible, through the word of God through what the scriptures are telling us. That's how we do it. We don't do it any other way. We don't. Now we have the Holy Spirit that quickens us, but the Holy Spirit is always going to point us back to the word of God. Well, what does the Bible say? What does the word say? So when Jesus left being baptized, it says that it says that the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. So the Holy Spirit brought him into a place where he was going to go through some hardship. During the time of his hardship, the Holy Spirit, which it says alighted on him or, or came down upon him uh, uh, like a dove, not a dove, but alighted on him uh, unto a dove and remained. It stayed. So the Holy Spirit stayed, and yet he was being tempted. And the only way that Jesus came against Satan, even though he had the authority to rebuke him because of who he was, he came against him by the word of God. That's how he did it. He did it through the Bible, through the scripture, every single time. Do you think by chance, just 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 throwing it out there, do you think by chance that we're supposed to be different than Jesus in regards to the way that we allow the Holy Spirit to quicken us, to point us back to the truth of the Word of God, because that is the the filter, that is the benchmark, that is the foundation of every single thing that we as Christians hold to. We Judeo-Christianity comes from the 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 biblical principles that you that are forever and always and will always be maintained without it being watered down. All right, I'm getting excited. <laughs> my challenge, okay, this is January 1st. So my original challenge, and I realize that people listen to this uh, through Spotify and, and uh, iHeartRadio and Apple, uh, as well as you know my YouTube channel. So you could be listening to this at a variety of different times, but my challenge for the... The entirety of 2023 is filter the things that are happening in your brain, the things that are coming at you from the world, right? The God of the fallen world. He's got a lot of things to offer. He's got a lot of ideas. He's got a lot of political stuff spewing around that, 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 that he wants you to hold to. And then those things then become a challenge to the word of God because you say, well, how could that be? But what does this say? We must, we must filter every single thing that comes to us through what the Word of God says. The Holy Spirit inside us will quicken our spirit to understand and point us back to the Word of God every single time. If you're listening to this and you're not a Christian and you're like, dude, this is intense. It is intense. This whole Christianity thing, like, it... it Many people believe before, like, hey, I'll give my life to Jesus and everything will be okay and I'll be, 
that's just not the way it goes. Like most people who follow Jesus are going to be persecuted. They're going to be rejected and their ideas are not going to be popular. Our ideas that we find in here, the ideas uh, that we live by, our Christian worldview are not popular. They are not culturally uh, sensitive. They do not find consistency within politics and they are problematic at large in every regard. So you may be listening to this and going, why would I want to give my life to Jesus? Freedom, baby. Freedom. It is for freedom that Christ sets you free. So stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened by a yoke of slavery. That's Galatians. Because anything that we do that's outside of what God's way is, is, a, is an enslavement. It's false. It's putting on a, a, a yoke or a shackle that leads us to a place that always uh, ends up being some type of um, prison of the mind or some type of, of uh, um, slavery of sorts. Everything that promises that it's going to deliver something other than what God has always produces the opposite result in the end. It leads us astray. It keeps us from the fullness that God has for us. So again, if you're not a Christian uh, and you're listening to this and you ask yourself, why would you want to be a Christian? Freedom, baby. Freedom. And I can't describe it any other way. Your mind will be open. Your mind, your 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 mind's eye will be open, and the truth of God's word will will expose the lies of this world that we live in in a way that you you otherwise would have just been like, "Whoa, how did I ever think that way? How did I ever believe that way?" Because the Christian worldview is a very specific way that we uh, live and breathe and think and operate. It isn't it, it isn't culturally relevant. Right in regards to the way that that uh, secular society uh, is doing life, it just isn't. But if you want a piece of the freedom, man, it's here. And so this is what I got for you. You ask Jesus to come into your life and to change you. Matter of fact, you might be mocking this whole thing right now. This is my challenge to you. You just pray the prayer. You pray the prayer that says, "If you're real, God. If this Christianity thing is true. If the Word of God. If the Bible is is are your words." I'm going to ask you to come in and change my life and show me. Holy Spirit, come into my life and teach me. I want to see what I can't see. Challenge, I'm challenging you on that. And if you're a believer and you've adopted all the things in the world that are surrounding you and you somehow believe that you can, you can add this to this, that's another gospel. That, that isn't Christianity. You can believe in another God that's okay with all this other stuff. That's fine. It just ain't the same God that the Bible talks about. It just isn't. You might think it is because you're saying that he's okay with all this other adoption of, of stuff, but this isn't consistent with what the Bible says. So we're going to do this as Christians. This is the challenge for the year. And if you listen to this during any other time, my challenge for you is conviction. <laughs> Live by a Christian worldview, period. You may not be popular. You may not always get along with your friends. You may not always see eye to eye. You can always love them. But the, the point is, is that we live in the world, but we are not of the world. We got to not be of the world anymore, guys. We have to be real believers that don't adopt all this other stuff. You got that? All right. Peace out. Love you guys. Until next time. 
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to God Talk Uncensored. We appreciate your support. And until next time, God bless you.